Good morning. Another lovely day. What an awesome day. Anyway, um, don't always trust the weather app. It said cloud and rain, but it's lovely. Maybe later. I don't want to jinx it though. I've just jinxed it. Sorry. Anyway, um, for those asking, my washing is going well. Um, time is running out though. If you didn't know, yesterday's video, I was talking about the washing I have to do. Morning, Steffi. Give me a head up if you're going in, coming in. Um, give me a replay if you're on replay. So I'm talking about what to do if you become a snacking monster. And this came from last night's Q&A in our Kickstart group. And this is just a Q&A for people who have kind of just joined, come in on their first part of their journey. Morning, Stella. And it's really interesting because she's really onto the next part of her journey now. But she's lost nearly three stone. I just want to put this into perspective. And good morning, Joss. But my point in this is, she said, I've become a snacking monster. And from that, you know, I could easily just go into, you know, all the questions that we go over a lot, which are quite powerful. You know, why are you eating? Are you hungry? How do you feel at that time? Maybe you should use a snack diary, a mood diary, see how you're feeling. Are you eating your feelings? Are you eating to feel a certain way? And these are all very relevant. You know, we, we perceive foods, we have an interesting relationship with food because we perceive food as more rewarding than it actually normally is for us. Let me know if you agree with that. Drop a yes in the comments if you do. Do you perceive food as more rewarding than it actually is? Especially when we're tired and stressed, and that's proven. You know, science shows us that our prefrontal cortex essentially is sh shut off. And we know that sleep, meditation, relaxation, morning noise, can help us with that. And that helps us flick it back on. So even if you're ever, a, I'm going off on a tangent here, but I know a lot of the people we work with do struggle with this. Even if you struggle to sleep, struggle with quality sleep, or get anxious because you're worried you won't sleep long enough, just know that actually rest, meditation, also has a great effect on your prefrontal cortex, which allows you to make better decisions, which could come back to snacking, motivation, energy levels, snappiness, as in how ratty we are with others, mood. Definitely yes, Joss, yeah. Okay, so when we went into this, she said I've become a snacking monster. What we actually found is that she used to snack on lots of biscuits, so that was where she came from. She would just go for a pack of biscuits, stressful at work, they lost a file, something didn't save, you know, stuff happens like that. And I get it, it's stressful at the time. And, we, and we've discussed strategies before, um, you know, we could react at that point or we can put maybe panic, the word panic in our diary for three days time. If that's still an issue in three days, react then. However, she was like, it's not that I'm snacking on quote unquote rubbish foods anymore. I've made small changes, pre-cut veggies, etc. She's like, I just eat absolutely loads of like carrots now and you know, whatever's around, but it's, it's all good stuff. And I'm just bringing this up because then she's like, but I, I should kind of, there was a problem. She was saying that as if it was a problem and nothing's really a problem until it's not because then when the other lady said, yeah, I sometimes snack on chocolate biscuits. And, you know, from my point of view, I could say, oh, okay, is this a problem then? We assume that it's a problem that we had a few chocolate biscuits. But actually, when we were discussing through it, she's getting results right now. And yes, they could be faster. They could be slower. And I'm bringing this up because 
if you were one if you were on one percent on it, if you're one percent on it, you wouldn't be happy because you'd be tired. You'd probably be not be nourishing your body with nutritious foods. You'd be eating a lot of processed food, junk foods. You wouldn't be full or satisfied. If you're a hundred percent on it, though, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be happy either. In fact, a lot of people in their heads strive to be a hundred percent on it, but actually forget that they probably wouldn't be happy if they never could ever drink, ever, never could ever have something on a weekend or a social event or a day. You know, have the choice and permission to have the foods you want to want to have but instead you make a choice that you want to make the decision because you feel better by doing that decision and that's the difference in there so the sweet spot is often around 70 percent 80 percent if you want to get better results obviously 90 percent but 70 percent is quite a sweet spot because although you might feel like you're getting slower results this week remember we underestimate what we can achieve in a year and overestimate what we can achieve in a week we underestimate what we can achieve in a year overestimate what we can achieve in a week so Given that, it might be that go going 70% actually keeps us going for long enough to get the results we want. Going back to where we were, she was like, oh, I have two biscuits a day on that. And it's like, it's not a problem until it is a problem. Morning. It's not a problem until it's a problem. And that's the key thing to remember. If you're getting results right now eating the biscuits, I'll just keep going with it. If you're happy doing that. But maybe she wasn't, that's why was she asking. Or you've got to consider, is it that... We feel like, it's an analogy, we have to be perfect, which we have no idea what is. And if we're on it, we need to be really on it. And I'm bringing this up because it's not a problem until it's not a problem. And the snacking, go back to the, the carrot situation and you know, just snacking on stuff. I'm not really hungry, but I'm eating that stuff. And I said, you've got to consider also, if you'd really go all in on that, what are you missing out on? Because we never consider that taking something away it's probably going to be replaced by something. So if you get really caught up in that, what might happen then? Well, if you consider what happens later in a day, I snack on loads of carrots and stuff like that. Okay, later in the day, do you snack later on? No, because I'm not really that hungry. I have my evening meal and I'm okay now. Whereas once upon a time, it would have been like starve, starve, starve in the day, not eat that much, not eat that much. Now she's nourishing her body with nutritious food. She's getting a bit of a crunch. You know, we, we know from research, having a crunch is quite satisfying. That's why generally apples carrots are more satisfying than other stuff quite a lot of times so smoothies maybe depending on their protein intake might not hit the spot for some people so my point in here is if you become a snacking monster you gotta consider is that an issue for you one consider is it really an issue for you because it might actually not be two if it is an issue you obviously want to change it otherwise you wouldn't be engaging with this right now or you wouldn't be even questioning it so then you got to consider if i carry on the way i am just keep snacking what happens is that actually what i want to happen what am i getting from it is there any positive from it if i keep going the way i am what do i get from it and write that down i'd write that what happens five years from now what happens five years from now if you don't get a handle on this and then make that choice who else benefits if you change get a handle on this habit and I bring this up a lot because, you know, take alcohol. It's very easy for me to say no. It's very easy for me to say no because I love being productive in the morning and I love having more energy and I love having more motivation. I love being better at what I do, whether it's talking to people, coaching people, training people, 
being a dad, whatever it is. Morning, Mel. That for me is enough. And the thought of being hungover, maybe I'm, I'm grateful that I get bad hangovers. <laughs> that, that reminds me to go, you know what? Can I really afford to get up at eight o'clock, feel tired and ratty, then the kids are on, then I'm thinking I should have done this, should have done that. Oh, you know what? It's not worth it. Not every time. But my point here is we always have a choice. We always have a choice and you've got to consider with regards to before you brand yourself as a snacking monster or whether snacking is bad, you've got to consider it might actually be working for you right now. In, what's the alternative? Because what are you not doing by having that snack? And yeah, of course, snacky foods are sometimes pretty rubbish. They're not that, they're not that filling, they're not that nourishing, they're not that nutritious, they're easy to overeat because they're often dried, they often sit on a shelf for a long period of time. Not that that's necessarily the bad bit, but often the bad bit is that they, because they've got less like moisture in them, they're less voluminous, right? And the more volume you have in a meal, the more satisfied you'll feel. For example, you know, I could be a big salad or chicken and stuff like that for the same calories as, you know, a little Balvita breakfast snacky bar, which is like that big. And I want, a, I want another four now because they're so sweet and nice. So you've got to consider that that does come into it as well a dopamine hit in our so we've got to know which foods work for us and generally if you hit that fiber hit that protein you're going to be helpful for that but then we can go back to meals and i could go around all day on this and i end up doing laps of the same walk because i just keep going off on a tangent you might start noticing is he what's is he just walking around in a circle pretty much yeah i do that a lot um no one's reported me yet for just that guy who walks around and talks to himself don't report me please anyway so then it comes back to meals, and sometimes we've just got to go back to simples and <laughs> three meals a day. Are you hitting those? Are you hitting protein at roughly every meal? If you can, that's going to make a difference. So you get in, can you get some fibre, veggies at every meal? If you can, that's going to make a difference. Because sometimes we try and eat as little as we can at a meal, then we end up snacking on foods that, like I said, aren't very voluminous, are delicious so we eat more, don't have much moisture in them, and then we kind of miss out on that. So I hope that helps. Any questions, let me know and have a lovely day. Let me know where you're at with that snacking situation at the moment. Do you have any questions on snacks? Do you have any questions on comfort eating, binge eating, eating in the evening, afternoon? Why do you think you do it? Do you enjoy it? And that's the difference. If you enjoy it and it makes you feel better, you can honestly say it made you feel better overall, bearing in mind at the time, tomorrow, then I wouldn't even see a problem with it anyway. Food's been enjoyed for years and years and years, and it does make us feel better. We celebrate with it, etc. So, hope that helps. Hope that got you thinking a little bit around that. Just wanted to share that from yesterday's q and It only takes like two questions to go off on one. Anyway, have a lovely day. Enjoy the weather, and I'll see you soon. Take care.